0: Welcome to another episode of The Takedown, a Splitting Hairs podcast, presented by Jack Rabbit Illustrated. In this episode, the guys sit down with head coach Damian Hahn and discuss the upcoming Big 12 and NCAA tournaments, the seeding process, and what that means for the SDSU wrestlers going forward. Here's your hosts, Jordan and Chad. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Takedown, a Splitting Hairs podcast, Brought to you by JackRabbit Illustrated. On this po- podcast, we focus on South Dakota State Wrestling. Once again, I'm joined by my co-host Jordan Schoenrock. And today we're pleased to be joined by Coach Damian
1: Hahn. How are you guys doing today?
2: I'm doing good. Coach Hahn, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing good. It's uh it's championship week, man.
0: Yes. You yes, know? it is. Looks that's good. that's we should dig right in what do you, what what do you want to say early early thoughts on that
1: uh well uh, hey we we head into this week with uh with a win you know finishing out the 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 regular season you know beating on ndsu and then uh we prepare right we prepared all last week. Uh, we gave a guys a couple of days off to uh, kind of recover and 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 uh, kind of catch up a little bit on some school work because um you know we're gonna be hitting the road here on on Wednesday. Um, it was kind of kind of an, an unexpected nice kind of couple snow days that we received um so they were able to uh you know get a couple good days of training in and just kind of prepare. I mean, <clears throat> I said on um, on my weekly recap that hey really the hay's in the barn i mean not a whole lot's going to change from you know ndsu to big 12s it's it's really how they're feeling um you know where their bodies are at uh where they are mentally and really uh you know the 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 couple things that they can control is their sleep and and their nutrition so um i I think uh we're we're, as far as i'm concerned uh, we're, we're feeling good um you know we'll get on the mat tomorrow and and and, uh on uh tuesday and then we'll hit we'll hit the road on wednesday uh to head on down to tulsa so uh it's really making these guys feel good um thinking they're the the best in the world and uh, going out there and competing so uh, i like where we're at
2: so you touched on a little bit but we'll touch on the ndsu duel here quick um how was it wrestling in that uh volleyball arena
1: uh I, I i i told a couple of people i, I it, it was awesome it really was uh you know I, I know they got the the shields arena or shield center or whatever yeah, um yeah. whatever it's called uh and it's a nice venue but not not for any issue wrestling i mean let's be honest uh th- their biggest their biggest duel of the year it, it's gotta be us i mean you know that's where they're gonna get the most fans and they moved it over to the Bunkerfield house and it was sold out i think they had a thousand fans um so that was that was really i don't say unique or special for them uh but usually when we go up there and wrestle i mean they're less than a thousand people in in the shield center and it just it, the atmosphere is just not there so Moving it over to the Bunker Field House was smart on their on their part. Uh, I do believe they should scrap it and scrap the Shield Center and, and wrestle over there all the time because if they can create that type of environment, um, it, it, it's huge. It's huge for momentum. It's it's huge for your team uh, going out there and, and and literally having a sea of green um you know cheering against you so uh they did a really good job with uh promoting it and moving it over there and and packing the house so our guys um when we got there it was our first time my first time ever wrestling in 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 that in that space so went up and kind of got the lay of the land and and, and got, got, got to see it. And, you know, I told our guys, I was like, guys, go upstairs and, um, you know, get on the mat and just, just take it in, take it in because this is it's going to be a, or it should be a crazy environment. And um, they did, they went up there. We talked uh, when we went back down and as, 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 as good as an environment they created uh, our guys were prepared. Uh, for it because we wrestled at a couple places this year um northern colorado being one and (laughs) let me tell you boy they were they had fans literally a seat over from our bench and they were just just heckling the whole time so um uh, that was a great warm-up uh for heading up to fargo and wrestling in the bunker field house because uh our guys were ready for it
0: it's kind of like west gym huh
1: yeah right i mean west gym is is another one that you know we'll see what happens i mean they're they're talking about i don't don't quote me on the time frame but that's going away and they got to figure something out uh because that's where their wrestling room is and some of the other some i I believe some of the other sports but um that that building is i believe it's getting condemned and 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 they're going to have to move spaces uh, try and find a, 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 a new wrestling space, and then obviously they can wrestle in the big arena where the basketball plays, But uh, talk about environments—I mean, that's another one that's—it's great. I mean, they get over a thousand fans, and it's hot, and uh, they're right on top of you. So, yeah, we, we we've wrestled in those type of environments, and this was this was good because uh, n- not only you, you know is it is it good for a dual meet but if 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 anybody has never been down to tulsa and you're going um you know we wrestle at the bok center and you're literally in oklahoma state territory i mean you're gonna go for the big 12s and it is literally orange and black so this was a good warm-up for our guys uh to experience a little adversity because uh you know the national tournament i mean you you got how many schools there that are represented and it's it it is a different feel um but for those dual meets and those tight quarters like you know ndsu uh northern colorado um you know northern iowa and even the big 12s they're very similar so uh it's a great great warm-up you know, for what's to come this coming weekend. And I thought our guys performed well. I, you know, we did, um, uh, one of the, it was funny. I had a reporter from, uh, I don't know, one of their, uh, student newspapers up there. And he, uh, he grabbed me after the match and, you know, he said, you know, good match, congratulations. And then he tried to like diminish our win by, and he did it very, um, very uh, uh, candidly, not candidly, but like, 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 he was just like, you know, it was a great win. Um, you know, both, you know, NDSU had some guys out of the lineup and, you know, I know you guys did too, but you know, they had some guys out of the lineup and you think that affected it. And I said, we had three guys out, they had two, and we were supposed to lose those matches that, that, um, you know, we didn't have those guys in and we picked up wins where we needed to pick them up. So no, it didn't affect the duel. Um, y- you know, if anything, they should have had the advantage and obviously it went in our favor. So uh, I kind of stopped him in his tracks from kind of diminishing the win, um, but <clears throat> it was it, it, it was good. Uh, I thought our guys wrestled well. Um, you know, a Derek Cardinal, man, holy goodness, came out came out and and, and, get, and kept the ball rolling after TJ. TJ goes out and picks up a major, and then uh, Derek Cardinal goes out and, and gets an overtime win. Um, you know, one of the things with Derek that, 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 you know, we consistently talk to him about, it's like, listen, hey, get on legs, right? Uh, you know, take your attacks because, hey, I think he – don't quote me on it, but I think he shot – Three times in that match, and he scored on you know the one in overtime. And it's like, hey, imagine if you shot four times or five times, you may pick up two or three takedowns. And and because and, he he he's extremely good at finishing when he gets in on those legs, and um, sometimes he doesn't pull the trigger, and 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 not doing so guys get on his legs and you know it creates a problem sometimes so um he he went out there and and uh you know he needed to get away get a takedown and, and kind of uh, um take away the riding time uh to bring it into overtime so um I was extremely happy with Derek because I think that was a match that he needed uh to kind of I don't want to get over the hump but to to kind of spark something for him because he's good he's really good and uh i thought that was a a quality win for him to show him hey listen man you're right here with 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 some of these guys and so um picked up that win at 41 um you know they didn't they didn't wrestle Mueller where you know People can say whatever the heck they want. I mean, if that if they would have wrestled, that would have been, I believe, the thirteenth or fourteenth time that Mueller and Clay have wrestled since high school through college. And Clay has never lost to him. He's beaten him every time. Um and it's funny because uh and I didn't hear anybody say this, but, uh, you know, people talk about rivalries. Right. And I remember when I was in college, uh, there was one guy that I wrestled, you know, it was like three or four times and he called it a rivalry and it's like, listen, and, and you know, to be a rivalry rivalry, you got to win one, right? Uh, right. you can't just lose every time and call it a rivalry. Right. So that's kind of the, the you know, how I always thought of the clay and Dragomir, um, you, you, you know, uh, matches. And so, you know, we were favored in that one. We we, we, we wrestled, um, you know, his the the the, the freshman, you know, uh, the backup 41 pounder, and, and Clay went out and wrestled well. Um, gave up, uh, I think, a reversal in that first or early takedown, and then kind of came on back and controlled the match. Um, I thought he looked a lot better <clears throat> with moving his hands and, and keeping keeping a pace on somebody. So uh that's good. That's good for him because that's what he needs to do. That's what he has done in the past and uh he needs to continue to do so. Um going into 49, uh you got Alec Martin and you know Kellen March. And holy goodness, man, that was a barn burner. And um, you know, if if if, if Alec would have wrote him out, I believe it, it would have Went into overtime, maybe. Um, or or oh man, I'm not sure. We lost on riding time. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you would have rode them out, maybe I think it would have, maybe it would have went to overtime. But there was a crazy couple of scrambles in that match, and um, I actually got a control mat area because I kept going over to the table because the the, the ref, uh, you know, I, at one point he was hold. I I could have sworn he was holding Stalling on on March because we were down and March dropped onto our leg and we got into a little bit of a scramble, and I went over to the table and he said, "No, I didn't have Stalling," and I'm like, "No, man, I'm telling you, you were holding it. Go check." And he. Asked the table workers, and they were like, "Nope, we didn't see you holding stalling." So yeah. I was like, it, 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 "In the heat of the moment, maybe I should have threw the brick." Um, <clears throat> I don't know, because because then they would have went back and actually looked, but I could have sworn he had it, and obviously. He, he, he said he didn't and uh we ended up losing on riding time and i thought he was kind of kind of it was kind of back and forth a little bit but he was starting to pick it up towards that end and um that would have been a huge win for him because i think march is like 14 15th in the country yeah. uh and uh but, but but that's the thing with alec i mean he is capable at of wrestling not just not just the best people in the big 12 uh the best people in the country. And I mean he's had some good matches this year where he's a takedown away or you know a point away from you know picking up that win. And I think going into you know the conference tournament this coming weekend, uh I think he's kind of dialed in and he's got some things figured out for him. Uh you know one of the things you know you know just just his nutrition and how he's preparing uh we've kind of Taken, I don't want to say control, but um, kind of revamped a little, a couple little things. And I'm looking forward to him, you know, competing this weekend and and, re- and getting another shot at some of the guys that he's wrestled against, you know, in, in the dual meet season and through, throughout the Big 12. So um, I thought he wrestled well. I mean, he comes up on the short end of the stick. Uh, you know, at 57, you know, we, we didn't have Kale. Um, you know, he he was, he was cleared on Saturday, uh, the day before. And, you know, like, listen, hey, awesome, we beat NDSU. Uh, if we would have lost NDSU, uh, you know, that's not the focus. The focus is, you know, the Big 12s and Nationals. So um, why risk, uh, you know, throwing him out there uh, against the, what, two, three, four guy in the country <clears throat> um, where, hey, give him a little bit more time. And uh, help him prepare for big 12s, and uh, he's been all last week, he's been great, um, ready to go. But you know, we threw out uh, Caleb Gross, who's you know, a 41 pounder, and you know, he battled, man. I mean, he was oh, he was a little undersized, um, but he he battled, and uh, he saved us a, a, a point, you know, he saved us uh-huh. a point. And then at 65, um, you know, having the ability to rest Tanner Cook because, um, you know, the weekend before, or, or what was it, you know, the Northern Colorado Duel where, you know, kind of tweaked his elbow a little bit. And then, you know, the two matches at OU Oklahoma State, um, you know, we needed to give him a little bit of time to, to recover more. And um so he's doing well uh but gainer goes out there and, and I mean he fought he fought for I think the I think the pin came at like 6 a- after 6 minutes and I mean it was close to a major and uh he gets caught in a cradle and uh gets get, gets pinned and so <clears throat> we give up 6 there and uh they take the lead um but now we got you know our, some horses some horses coming up and devos goes out and does his job and picks up a solid 7-4 uh, I think it was seven four seven three victory. Um, it should have been worse because the yep. darn ref kept stopping the damn match every time we were in a scoring position. And one was for a potentially dangerous, which I have no idea how. And the other one, we are on top of him and we're getting a takedown, and and our nose starts bleeding. Uh, that sh- big shocker, right? Because you know the boss, the boss never bleeds, um, <laughs> and he freaking stops it right when we're taking the dude down. And it's like, come on um but the big thing was uh for cade he did not get frustrated with what was happening right the ref was w- was putting himself in the match and kind of dictating some things some guys lose their cool and and you know freak out and go, what the heck is going on why is he doing this and not devos devos just kept a level head And just kept to the game plan and and kept attacking. And and ultimately, you know, he ended up winning 7-4. I thought he controlled the entire match. Um, He he wins that match. And then uh, Kate King uh, wasn't with us uh, on on the trip. He got sick the day before. We were getting ready to leave. I wasn't feeling well. So we told him to stay home. And so, you know, we had Bennett. Um, You know, we bring Bennett up. And I think, uh, you know, Parker's had a... Uh, I don't wanna say up and down kind of year, but he's come on late he's come on uh you know late this season and and has picked up some quality wins um you know if he would have started a little bit earlier he he might have qualified a spot for the conference but uh he didn't and uh but he, he he's no slouch I mean he's tough and you know so Bennett goes out there and uh the one thing that Parker's really good at he's really good at slowing guys down he's got he's got hands on him that are massive and he's got a grip so he's able to get to his two-on-one get to wrists and and really slow guys down and it kind of it it, it flustered Bennett a little bit um Bennett didn't get to his offense until the third period um and and, and Parker gets in on an attack Bennett defends a couple times, but then Parker comes up to a body lock and gets a takedown and um I don't think Bennett was expecting that and um <clears throat> you know kind of took him out of his game a little bit uh, but going into the third period, i mean he's down by what you know, one or two takedowns and he gets one, he finally gets to his offense and, and fires an attack from the outside, comes up, gets through the guy. And then I thought we had one on the, the, the out of bounds. Uh, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was a takedown because, I, you, you know, depending on who, who your ref is, this rear, rear kind of standing situation. I mean, you got refs that are calling it, you got refs that are not calling it and it, it, it's all over the place. So, uh I challenge that. We don't win it. He goes back out. He needs a takedown to tie it and uh, he doesn't get it. And so we drop that one. Um, I think that puts um, NDSU back in the, or or stays in the lead. And then um, we got uh, two hammers, two hammers on deck and Sloan goes out there and and Pence is good. I mean, Pence has got some solid wins and he beats guys. Um, But Sloan has just, I don't know, man, just got his number, and he goes out there and, and literally just dominates him. Um, you know, point shy of the major, uh, controls the entire match, and now we're up by one or something or down by one and going into heavyweight. And uh, I said this on my, my, my recap, uh, you know, AJ, I mean, that was his last, last dual meet as a jackrabbit. And, um, you know, we talked about it before the duel, we talked about it, uh, y- y- you, know, let's go out there and, 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 you know, do this one for him and and so on. And, uh, <clears throat> when we, when we, uh, uh, right after Sloan one, I walked back through the chairs and I go up to AJ and AJ's just ready to go. And I looked at him and I said, man, I would not want this any other way. Come right down to you. And uh, he goes out there and, and again, just dominates uh, Mora, uh, 8-3, 8-2 or something like that, and gets the decision. And, uh, you know, the Jacks win the duel and keep keep the border bell. So, um, you know, it was good. It, it, it was good. It was fun. Um, and I thought the guys kind of – even with three guys out of the lineup, I thought the guys – came together and wrestled for one another. I mean, that's what, that's what you do as a team, right? Um, when one guy's down, the other guy's got to step up. And I thought they did that throughout the entire, the entire duel, um, which is, which is awesome to see. I mean, I think duel meets are so exciting. Uh, you know, it's, it's one of the most fun times of the year because everybody matters. You know, everybody's a contributing factor. And so uh, it was great. It really was. We came away with the border bell, and now uh, now we prepare for, for Big 12s. So the overall health of the
0: team going in, it's good to go then. Nobody's really <clears throat> got any major injury,
1: maybe some dings here and there or something, but nothing. Nothing. No, I, <clears throat> I am uh, knock, on, knock on wood here. Uh, everybody's good. <laughs> Everybody's good, and uh, I think they're 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 not only physically feeling good, but but mentally, right? Um, you know, we had we had some good days last week. <clears throat> got in and and got on the mat, and and went over some of our areas that we need to fo- keep, continue to focus on. Um, got minutes in on the clock on live, and uh, so our, our guys are feeling good, and we just need to keep it going that way um but hey listen it's sunday i mean monday tomorrow could i mean anything could happen i mean you know but as far as uh i'm looking at it uh, my staff is looking at it i mean things are things are where it needs to be right now and uh we'll get a a couple good days in you know uh this week before we hit the road
2: so i seen that uh a minute ago here i don't know if chad can pop it up or not but the man, the myth, the legend, the recruiter, Cody Caldwell, is currently listening oh, in God. here. He said the diesel about AJ and them. And-
0: yeah, sorry. I was a little late on that comment. I didn't
1: see it right away. I was too busy focusing on you, what you were saying, Coach. No. Well, I think I just, I, I just had diarrhea in the mouth for like 15 minutes. So. Uh, we we have no mic, problems. Man, I, I just, I just yeah. keep going
0: i like to say you're
1: one of our best
0: interviews because we ask you one question and we can, we can wait for half an hour and, you know, <laughs> but uh, Jordan, what else did you oh, want to ask? Um, so we
2: got Cody here, which I know he does a lot of the recruiting and stuff like that. Let's talk about the recruits that we got coming in here for next year. So far I've seen that we're six for six on state champions yep. this year and we got two left to go. Uh, can you just kind of tell us what we expect here coming in next year?
1: We we have a solid solid class, um, you know, and, and it ranges uh, really across the country, you know. You know, um, yes. you know we, we we kind of are starting to I don't want to say expand, right? But <clears throat> I think uh, you know where Jackrabbit Wrestling is right now. Uh, you know, the, the the latest coaches poll, you know, with 14th in the country. Uh, you know, I think. Um, anybody can be a flash in the pan right and and just kind of go away um, that's not what we're trying to do we're trying to build something that's sustainable and having consistency is is huge and I think that's consistency with what we do as a program um, our culture as a program uh, you know how we handle situations how they compete, um i think that is important our staff our our, our continuity as a staff um it gives people a little bit of reassurance that hey um you know i know i can go to south dakota state and and get a great education and be a part of an, uh, um, an extremely uh well wrestling program that is doing something special so um, you know, we've had the ability to kind of reach out and, and, and get outside, you know, some of our, our zones and pick up kids that, uh, uh, we're excited about. I mean, like you said, you know, we had six for six and we have a couple more, um, you know, competing, you know, these coming weekends, uh, for state, for state titles. And, uh, that's huge. I mean, when, um, uh, I think it was my, my first year here, Uh, in that starting lineup. I don't know if we had a state champ in the starting lineup you know uh you know again we weren't left with a you know a whole lot um you know after after the last half left you know they, they had a big graduating class and um a lot of got a couple guys left and so mm-hmm. um you know really trying to fill the state the stables uh it has been has been huge for us and you know we're sitting at 35 guys and now we have another you know handful handful coming in uh, that are that are hammers and, and they're going to continue to push uh, the, the guys that we have, you know, in the room and, you know, future future recruits, because it, it, it's hard. It's hard to have a, a successful program when you only have one guy at each weight. Um, something bad happens. He goes down and you're thrown in so-and-so I mean it's hard uh so being able to recruit uh quality kids uh athletically academically and, and 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 socially I mean I think that's important I think this class that we're bringing in is one of the best classes uh on on covering all those aspects um you know for these kids so uh yeah I'm excited man I mean uh you know things are things are moving in the right direction Utah,
0: Tennessee. Oh
1: yeah,
0: I mean we're kind of Missouri, which is kind of
1: like Montana. Someone else's,
0: someone Montana, right? Yeah. You know, somebody else's area, Missouri. Yeah, yeah, it's gotta be exciting, you know. Yeah, no, it's fun. It is. It, it,
1: it's fun, and uh, the the other thing too, it, it, it's um, in and, and you guys know, Brookings unique. Uh, you know, it's a small community, but uh, it's a community that god man they bleed blue blue and yellow i mean like that's just the the pride is like i've never seen and uh you have you have some of these kids that that you know we're bringing in i mean uh some of them are from small towns some of them from 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 big areas i mean uh and and Coming into a place like Brookings and seeing the community, seeing the support, seeing the university and how the town interacts, and it's one one and the same, uh, it gives you a comforting feeling. It gives you a comforting feeling that everybody is on the same page, right? They all want to see um, what's the best for these kids. And that's 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 fun um on the other side it it helps parents and gives them a sense of security that their kid is going to be looked after their kid's going to be taken care of and uh i think that's important right i mean as 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 a parent uh you know uh got uh, hopefully I'm, I'm i'm around to you know see my kids go off to college and and do all that and uh you know and if i'm if i'm not here you know i i, I hope that uh, they go into a situation like we have here and, and, and i know people are going to look after them and take care of them and and provide the opportunities um that i know we would as a staff provide them and um so yeah man it, it, it they're, they're coming from all over um I, i've said this Countless times I sound like a broken record, but um, I, I I believe I have the best staff in the country. Take me out of it. You know, uh, you know, Cam, Cody and Brady. I mean, they are unbelievable. And, you know, Cam just got back from from Wisconsin. You know, the Wisconsin State Tournament, um, you know, just just how how they identify kids, how we recruit kids. Um, it, 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 it's it. It allows me to do the things that, that I need to do in the sense of that, the, that they can't. Right. When you talk about, you know, the administrative, the, the fundraising, the alumni, all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, my, my, my staff is out there just, you know, recruiting their tails off um, and we're bringing in good quality kids. So it's um, it's good.
2: So with, I mean, when you guys recruit, you guys look at state champions, obviously. And then when they get here, their next goal is probably going to be a Big 12 conference championship because that's what stands in the way of their ultimate goal. So let's get on to the Big 12s here a little bit. And let's talk about preseason. Uh, I know that Chad found an article that said that it's supposed to be out tomorrow, the pre-seeds.
1: Uh, Yeah, I believe so. Okay.
2: And um, what do you kind of expect for the Jacks to look like come that preceding time?
1: Whew, man, uh, so I—it's w- <laughs> it, it, funny you ask because in the past, in the past, we would have a seating meeting, and it would be all the coaches. We go into a room, and it, sometimes it'd be a knockdown drag out. And you know, my guy needs to be here, and this guy needs to be there. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't mind that. You know, who who knows these kids better than than the coaches. Right um, now, I do believe we as coaches um, uh, are lazy and they don't do a lot of the work that. Um, you know, is required of us in regard to ranking seating and stuff like that. They know their guy and they'll fight for their guy. And some of the arguments are, are asinine to me, um, but they don't <laughs> they don't know or do their homework on the other guys sure. in the conference of the country. You know I mean one and, and sorry to go off on a tangent here but no, go ahead. one of the big uh gripes right now is is the the coaches ranking I mean um, you know you got people up in arms you know at 133 Roman Robert Young wasn't you know he was third in the last coaches ranking you got right. Iowa um you know their what 33 pounder Brody teske you know didn't get um or uh, didn't qualify a spot because someone didn't put him in put him you know to be eligible to rank and so i I just feel like you know hey look we have a responsibility you know as coaches not just to go out there and show freaking moves or do x's and o's and and all that i mean you have a responsibility like these are your kids and you know do your damn job and 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 we struggle with that and and so in in the past it's been a coach's seating meeting well some coaches you know I shouldn't have to do this. And so, okay. So they, they complained hard enough. And so now it goes to a committee. Uh, We have no control over it. Uh, It goes to a five person panel and they will go through uh, their checklist and put the people where they feel they should be seated. And it's, it's kind of funny because they have like this criteria we we get our big 12 handbook for the you know the championships and they have this criteria and it goes through you know first criteria second criteria third criteria and it was the same criteria that we had when the coaches ranked and literally nobody would follow it like it, like are you serious like 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 this is the criteria oh it's just a uh, um it's just a guideline well then what the hell don't put anything out like 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 like, right. like you have a list of stuff you're supposed to go off of do it and so, um, I know I, I know a couple of the guys on the panel, um, and 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 I think I respect I, I respect a handful, a, a couple of them that I know, and I know they do their homework. I know they're going to look into the finer details and 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 place guys where they should be. Um, but you look at you look at up and down the lineup. I mean, we're going to have it's some. I can't remember if they're gonna the seed all the way down to thirteen. Um, they might, uh, but <clears throat> usually they'll go through, uh, you know, top eight, top eight, and then they'll draw guys in uh, at times, depending on if, if there if there's a, a, a need a need for uh, to seed further. Um, but I mean, I, I see. I'm gonna say nine of our guys. Uh, should be seated uh, in, in the top eight. Um, you know, uh, we have um, uh, let's see here, you know, 20 at uh, 25. Uh, you know, he's it, probably gonna be six, seven, you know, probably around there at 33. I'm not sure wh- where they're gonna put Derek. I mean, he could be as high as 10th, maybe. Um, you know, at, uh, at 41, 41 is going to be the tricky one because, um, everybody is kind of beating everybody except for Alira's Alira's is the clear number one, number two, three, four is kind of up in the air. I mean, do they, how do, how are these rankers going to. <clears throat> kind of look at it and say, okay, are they going to go off coaches ranking? Are they going to go off, uh, you know, who's beaten who, because they do do a point system. And if you're within s- so many, uh, close points, then you, they, they can debate it. If they're not, then they just, they stick to the, the point system of, you know, how people are seated. So, <clears throat> you know, I could see clay, um, I would I would love to see him at you know two three I don't think that's gonna I, I don't think two is gonna happen I think Moshe Schwartz will be at two, um, but Carter Young has beaten Moshe Schwartz we have beaten Carter Young, uh, so it, it really all depends man uh, I wish I wish I can give you a little more but uh, I can see Clay being three four three four five you know I don't know if he'll be at two because Moses Schwartz is I think has uh, maybe a little bit more wins um, you know uh, uh, guys in the conference um, 49 49 is gonna be interesting where they put Alec uh you know I think I think he's probably going to be around eight um, you know eight eight and you know eighth seed right around there I'm hoping um, you know at 57 uh that's another one because you know okay w- y- you got um you know we lost to sh- we lost to oklahoma state uh we never wrestled missouri we beat wyoming wyoming is still ranked ahead of us in the coaches poll which i have no idea how um you, you know we beaten hosh leg uh so it, <clears throat> I, I mean i w- i would think 4 or 5 top 4 or 5 um you know, right around in there. And then uh, you know, Cook. Uh Cook is sitting, I mean, you know, he 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 took he took a loss to Sheets, um, Oklahoma State and Ninehouse. Um, that kind of drops him a little bit. Um, but I think he's probably gonna be like that five, six seed, you know, right around there. Um, you know, 74. Uh, you know, you got DeVos, you know, lost to Oklahoma. He has lost the Utah Valley, but he's beaten everybody else. He beat, we didn't wrestle Missouri or I don't believe Iowa State. So um, really, I mean, he's going to be top five, you know, somewhere, you know, top five, I mean, maybe six, maybe top six, uh, but he's going to be right in the mix. <clears throat> uh, 84 is going to be the one that um, uh, that's the lowest, lowest allocated spots for out of all the weights you know they only allocated four um <clears throat> but king was one of the guys that 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 allocated one of those spots so i'm assuming king's probably gonna be the fourth seed um yep. you know because you have those other guys that are um you know coleman and Eisen and and those guys so i think i think he's at four um 97 I don't know what they're going to do at 97. We are the only guy in the Big 12 that is undefeated. Okay. Right. Now, don't don't hold it against us that we didn't we, you know, we didn't wrestle Missouri. Missouri wasn't on our schedule. We didn't have Iowa State. They weren't on our schedule. Um so uh, don't hold that against us. We're the only one in the conference that's undefeated. Um, now Elam is ranked the highest in the conference. And then it goes Bastida, you know, from, from the national ranking, you got Elam, Bastida, then, then us, um, Elam's lost, Elam lost to server, Oklahoma state. Um, you know, uh, Elam's Elam beat Bastida. We beat server. So what do they do? You know, do, do they say, Hey, listen, sloan's the only undefeated guy he's got to get the one seed i mean it's it's not he's he's undefeated but or it's not because of of, of, of avoiding or ducking i mean like we've wrestled everything we've we've been scheduled to wrestle so that's going to be an interesting one i could see one two or three i mean one two or three i think that's that that's how it plays out um i i i I, I see a strong argument for, for one uh, I see the counter to, to one. Um, but I mean, if it were me, I'm fighting for the one spot, you know, for Tanner, um, you know, then you got, then you got AJ, um, you know, AJ, AJ's picked up some good wins. Uh, you know, he lost to Wyatt, uh, the one that uh, I don't know if it, you know, say come back and bite you, but you know, we did lose to you and I back in December um, at, at Vegas. Now, is that going to play a big factor? Uh, I'm not sure. Um, you know, I I can see, I can see AJ being top four, right. Um, top four and being, being in the uh, upper part of the bracket with, um, you know, Wyatt (coughs) Hendricks, um, you know, air force and probably, um, you look at Heinzelman from OU being the five right around there, um, but I can see I can see AJ going, you know, you know, three. Uh, it really all depends on what they are going to value. Um, you know, what are they going to put value on when it comes to this ranking? Um, if it were me, <clears throat> I'm looking at Big Twelve, right? This is the Big Twelve conference. That's what I'm looking at. Uh, I'm not partic- particularly looking at. Um, you know that, it, it, you know, so and so beat X guy over here. Like, you know, I mean that that that's great, fine and dandy. But let's look at the Big Twelve. That's what we're seeding. We're not seeding the country here. This isn't the NCA tournament. So, um, that's what I would be looking at for the most part, and and that will help us, and and it will kind of, I don't want to say hurt us, but it will go the other way as well when it comes to some of our guys. So, um. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think uh I think we should have I think we should have, you know, 8 9 guys, you know, sitting in the top 8 top 9, you know, for the most part. We did just get a question
0: about um sorry, I clicked the wrong thing there. Uh, no. Todd Palmer asked how many guys are getting in and w- we can just run over that quick. Yeah. Big 12 is getting 6 in at 125. Uh, At 133, they're going to get five allocations, 141, 7, 149, 7, 157, 7, 165, 8, 174 is 6, 184 is the loan down category really with 4, 97 has 6, and then 285 with 8. So yeah, I think that translates to all but two of our guys uh, making the tournament. That's how I see (laughs) that. And that depends on how they wrestle, right? But I mean, just on paper.
1: So Um, it was, yeah, go ahead. No, no, go on, go on, go on.
0: No, no, you can go. That's fine. (laughs) All
1: right. Uh, So the the Big 12 Conference allocated 64 spots. Now that's up from previous years. Um, Last year, it was mid to upper 50s um so this is big this is this is big for our conference um and and it and it continues to get better uh <clears throat> so 64 spots massive um and, and th- th- this is kind of cool because you know out of the 64 spots five schools five schools picked up 40 of those spots right so the top two schools that allocated the most were Missouri and Oklahoma state with nine SDSU came in third with eight Iowa state and you and I had seven. So that's 40. That means that the eight other schools, there's 13 schools in the big 12, the eight other schools, they only accounted for 24. Like that, that, that part's not good but you look at what the top five did and they allocated all those spots and SDSU coming in at, at, at eight, eight, eight allocated spots. I mean, that is massive. So um, like you said before, uh, you know, it looks like eight guys are going to go, right? I mean, ultimately they have to wrestle. They got to go out there and compete. um, Because what happens is uh, you have your, um, you have your allocated spots and then right after the tournament they put out another coach's rank they put out another rpi and then they will redo winning percentage so those are the three categories that that determine if you will allocate a spot or not you have a coach's rank top 33 um, rpi top 33 and then the winning percent starts at 70 percent so what they do is they will take um, basically the coaches the RPI and then the winning percent and, and, and basically put a, rack and stack them and then what they do is they will uh, you'll have guys that are ranked in RPI that don't have the the bare, the minimum 70% so uh, they keep moving up that threshold until it's a 70% and they can cut off and they will cut off you know usually I don't know three to five um <clears throat> where they'll give at large bids you know uh for each of those weights well at 184 i think there's like seven at large bids because the they couldn't get to a threshold and they just kept having to raise it up raise it up raise it up and then it just cut off and it, it was seven seven at large bids so <clears throat> eight of our guys you have to be in if you're you have to be in a minimum of two to allocate a spot and so Uh, if you go across the board, we have a handful of guys that were in, uh, that were in three and the remainder were in two, at least two. And whether that was coaches rank RPI coaches rank winning percentage. I mean, if you're in winning percentage at 70%, you're usually going to be in all three, all three of the stuff. Um, and I think the majority of our guys, um, you know, they, they were in, um, I don't want to say all three, but they were in the ones they needed to be in to be able to allocate spots. And uh, um, I, in my time frame here uh, that's never been the case um, to have eight. Uh, I don't know what it was like before, before that, because this system has been around for some time. Uh, it's, it, it got implemented when I was at Cornell. So it's been around for probably, I don't know, 13 years, you know, 10 plus years for sure. Um, and, and the overall goal is they want to get the absolute best 33 wrestlers to the big 12 or big the, the 33 best wrestlers to the national tournament and so they look at the body of work throughout the year and um they they take into account you know uh, <clears throat> hey say a guy gets sick say a guy doesn't perform at the big 12 tournament but he's the number one ranked guy in the country he's the number one rpi and he had the 100 winning percentage but he went 0 and two well he's one of the best guys in the country uh he should probably go to the national tournament and they're they're going to look at some of those things uh so they're trying to make the national tournament more competitive um and they seed all the way down to you know 33 wrestlers so it's um i don't want to say there's there isn't that chance anymore that you just get drawn in and you're going against x like i mean they they do their homework they seed it all the way down um and and they go from there so this has been um from that from that side of things for our program specifically, I'm super, super happy um you, you know with with the the overall effort of our guys and, and honestly contributing, right? Contributing to our conference because <clears throat> in years past, I think we've had five we've had six you know um this year we got eight and i think it's because of the schedule that we wrestle the tournaments that we take them to we get them the experience and the opportunities to compete against some of the best in the country and uh hey jackrabbits allocated eight spots that's freaking awesome
0: Yeah, it is. Say, coach, I I had read somewhere, are you on a seating committee for like 133? Like, is there, they're made up of of different coaches. Can you maybe talk about how that process is maybe a little different or is it the same as the big 12s? Um,
1: so, uh, yeah, so the, the, the coaches, so I'm on, I'm on the NWCA, uh, the NWCA, um, or, or coaches rank for the team and i'm also <clears throat> i rank two weight classes uh for the country you know for the big 12 conference every excuse me every conference has um basically two two per weight right so it's um at 133 i, I don't i forget who the other one is but let's say it's me and doug schwab me and doug schwab will rank 133 for the country now every other Every other conference has the same thing. The Big Ten will have two guys that rank 133. Uh, SoCon, EIWa. So <clears throat> uh, you're trying to get what is it? 14. I, I think it's like 14 coaches um, per weight class that rank a weight class. I rank two weight classes. I rank 1 133 and 184. And um, it, it, the the one thing that I I, I wish I hope um, I actually I actually applied for the <sighs> the championship committee um i haven't heard we haven't heard back yet uh you know next i believe this year it might be the last year <clears throat> uh they have guys coming on and off administrators coaches and that goes into um the allocation process and the seeding for the for the national tournament and I, I don't I don't believe we as coaches, unless you get on a committee like that, you actually know how it operates, um, because we always have these. Hey, I think, you know, we're going to get in that large bid and then boom, we don't get it. Why didn't we get it? Um, I, I, so I, I applied to get on one of the, uh, that committee. Hopefully I do. And, you know, next year I'll have a better understanding of how everything operates. I think I have a decent one um, and I can I can p- get pretty close to um You know those at-large bids allocations um but and the reason why i think i can is i i can show you an excel spreadsheet that literally has every single guy in the country at 133 i can tell you their wins their losses who they're against their rpis their coaches rank their their winning percentage i mean i I take it serious because again i'm not just drawing x's and o's i mean like literally this is my job this is my responsibility so i take it serious and I, I do. I I, do, I go through it, you know. You know, diligently, and <clears throat> I, I can't say the same for other coaches. But one thirty three is one of my weight classes, and you know, you got guys up in arms of uh, uh, you know the 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 second coaches rank when Roman Bravo Young came out at third, and uh, you know, coaches are like, how is that possible? How, how can Roman Barbarone be, be third? He's a two-time national champ. He's undefeated, da 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 Well, two coaches didn't rank him for some odd reason. They just never ranked him. And so he didn't get any points. So he dropped. And, you know, I mean, I, we, we try to make it a little more transparent. Um, they do email out. um to us to the coaches i don't know if it's made public but they email out to the coaches like i can see every conference and where they rank and and who they ranked at what at at what weight class Um, then you got to look in and see who who is the rep for that conference at that weight Uh, and and you can see who's kind of doing their job and who's not or who's trying to pull a fast one and and I'm going to throw my guy up really high so he gets enough points and you know for for another ranking and it's like come on dude like really you got a guy who has got a 500 record and he sh- he barely should be ranked you know a- a- in the top 33 and you look and it's like someone had him at 15 like are you are you serious like like come on now they've made it a little more transparent with putting that out to the coaches, but I, I wish I wish they'd make it like everything just straight live, public, right? I mean, if 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 our coaches are going to do it, and there's going to be biases in there, like hey, let's make it live, let's let, let, let let's go on TV and, and let's have a show and let's go right through it. And be like, okay, well, here's my justification for X, Y, and Z. Now it would take days to finish, <clears throat> but <laughs> I mean, hey, man, I, 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 you, you talk about making our sport um, better. I mean, why, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you try to do something outside the box uh, to create viewership and, and and try to promote our sport? And and honestly, it, what it would do, it would keep people honest. Right, it would keep, keep people honest, and because and, if they're not, they I mean you'd be able to call them out and just be like, Man, that, that's a bunch of crap right there. Like, are you serious, you know? Um, but yeah, so I, you know, I rank 33 and uh, you know, 184 uh, for the Big 12, and uh, two other guys do as well. Um, and and <clears throat> I, I elected, I elected, you know, in the beginning of the year. Um, they asked. They said, "Damian, what two weights you want to rank?" And I said, ah, "Put me down at 33 and 84." And uh, I've followed those more closely throughout the season, um, you know, just so I can do a better job at ranking those those two weight classes. Now, <clears throat> like you said before, it looks like eight guys, right? Eight guys are going to go. Um, I mean, you 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 would think that way. You, you I mean, I, I hope I, I hope that. Um, but the the one kicker that comes into it after the conference tournaments, after the conference tournament, what, what I said was, um, they do a new coaches rank, a new RPI, and winning percent. So, um, if something's catastrophically got to happen, uh, you know, or you have to have one of those bubble guys that qualified a spot, you know, like like take TJ for instance <clears throat> at twenty five, he was in the coaches rank and RPI. Now he was middle middle of the twenties. I'm gonna say he was as high as 23, 22 down to 27. Now if he goes and you know he takes his spot, perfect. You know what I mean he 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 goes he goes to the national tournament. If he if he doesn't, now we got to look at okay where did he place? Did he place one out? Well, you know if, if they're taking seven and, and he placed eighth. Uh, that's, that, that, that's a criteria Taking one out. <clears throat> Another criteria is, are they, it goes back to the coaches' rank, right? Uh, are they in the coaches' rank? Are they in the RPI? Uh, do they have, what are their quality wins? Do they have a win over a qualifier? Um, so th- there are other things that go into it. Um, now you take a situation like, like Gabe tag last year, he allocated a spot and did not go to the national tournament. He wasn't even able to be considered. At an at-large bid. Talk about the perfect storm. That that happened. He went in, he had winning percent. He was low in coaches rank, low in RPI. Well, he lost he, he lost to the same guy twice at the conference tournament who was not in the coaches poll, did not have an RPI. So that screwed him big time. So he dropped out of the coaches' rank. He dropped out of the RPI because a bad loss hurts you more than, you know, obviously a a good loss. And so he dropped out of those two things and his winning percent dipped right below 70%. So he didn't beat a qualifier. So literally he couldn't even be considered for an at-large bid, even though he qualified or allocated the weight or allocated a spot for that weight class at the conference tournament. And I've had my conversations with the committee and committee members. And I'm like, listen, man, (laughs) how can you base your allocations off of the body of work that you do throughout the year and not make that a criteria for an at-large bid? So it's like, hey, man, I appreciate everything you did for us this year. You allocated a spot, but you didn't hit a criteria if, if you had a crappy, crappy tournament. Right, It's like, no, if you looked at the body of work and what they did, that should be criteria number one. So if they if they do have a terrible Big 12 or Big 10 or ACC or whatever, they have that criteria right out of the gate. They qualify that spot, they should be looked at. And that's not how they do it right now. And hopefully, you know, we can change that eventually. Thank you for that.
0: Yeah, it was a little in depth. I'm sorry. No, no, that's awesome. I understand it way better than I thought I, I thought I had a good understanding I got much better
1: understanding. yeah like we didn't know last year I mean I, I talked to some of the 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 wrestling minds um <clears throat> after the big 12 tournament last year and I mean these are guys that have their own rankings these are guys that I mean they they are dialed into it and we all thought it was like gabe tag is going to be considered. You know, for an at-large bid because of everything he did, but we don't see the last coach's rank. We don't see the last RPI, and, and basically, it 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 got. It didn't get messed up. Uh, you know, I mean, he fell out. <clears throat> he fell out of those things, and we, me, and a couple of the other guys, we 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 were like, okay, he's gonna he's gonna be put on the docket for an at-large, and then they're gonna vote and go break it all down. And then afterwards I talked to, um, you know, uh, one of the guys on the committee um, and we went through it and he's like, Damien, we couldn't even consider him because he fell out of all the things. He didn't have any criteria. And I'm like, no flipping way. And they were like, yeah. So, you know, is it, is it, is it a, is it a, you know, perfect system? No, it's not, but I think it's pretty damn good. Um, And it just, you know, it just needs to be tweaked just, a, just a little bit. And I think we'll, we'll continue to get the best 33 guys at the tournament.
2: So speaking of Gabe, I know that we've had a lot of questions about him and uh Brandon Meredith this year on the pod. Um How uh, are they just both medical redshirting be back next year or what's going on with that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah. um You know, it's unfortunate. Um You know, injuries happen. I mean, we're in a, we're in a physical sport. And, uh, you know, Gabe, uh, I think we talked about it before, you know, he had a, his knee affection in his knee and then and, and just it kept prolonging. I mean, he actually had surgery and it's it's he's he's not back to where he needs to be. Um, and, you know, he's still going through his rehabs and and all that. Uh, so, um, that, that is, that is one of the routes, you know, we can take there with, with Gabe and the same thing with, um, you know, uh, Brandon, uh, you know, he, um, he, he came in with a, you know, or or he broke his, uh, I forget which one he broke his leg. Let's just put it like that. He had to get a couple pins and screws put in. And, uh, it really, um, it, it he w- co- couldn't compete. I mean, he couldn't compete, uh, you know, practically for the year. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of what we're looking at right now. Uh, we're looking at some medicals. Uh, we got another one, I mean, um, you know, um, w- with Kimball, right. I mean, you know, Kimball, Kimball had sh- shoulder, shoulder surgery, and you know he he's been you know on the shelf and and in and, and rehab and, and trying to get back and so um you know we we have those abilities now um more so now than they've had in the past because of just the rules the rules have changed and in the past you had to have two um two uh seasons of injury to get one back and and, and now they've kind of Freed it up a little bit in the sense of hey, if you're injured and you can't compete, okay, you know, if you have the documentation and all that, then you know, you can get a medical. Um, I, th- I, I think, I think, I think it's a better system. Um, because listen, man, we're all in this uh, for the betterment of these kids, and uh, there are times where you know, in the past, where you have a kid that you're you know, you ain't getting a medical for, um, that now he goes out and risks further injury because he knows he can't get that year back and it's like well if i I know i can't get it back i might as well just go out there and do what i can and man something something worse happens so um yeah that's kind of the plan that we're looking at um you know for all those guys uh to get get them medicals and, and get them healthy and be able to compete you know at a high level um I mean, I want to keep these guys for as long as I possibly can, you know, because I, I do believe uh, they keep getting better. They keep getting better um, within our system, and, and they're good kids. So, um, yeah, I want to keep them.
0: Along those lines of keeping, guys, Brock Gulseth asks, he says, I know Clay has been a huge guy to have in the room, but how awesome has it been to have AJ the last few years? He seems like such a leader that – all, and also that hammer at the
1: end of the lineup. So thanks Brock. Yeah. Thanks Brock. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it, Clay's awesome. Um, you know, on <clears throat> so many different levels, right. Um, being able to, uh, have a guy, guy like AJ, uh, you know, come in and, uh, kind of take over a, a leadership type role. Um, <clears throat> for, for those that don't know, I mean, a- 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 AJ's AJ's a man, right. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's finishing up his master's program. I mean, he's married. Um, you know, he graduated from uh, Fresno state. It was unfortunate that they dropped their program. Um, and, but, you know, f- I guess fortunate for us that we were able to develop a relationship and get him, you know, here to, to Brookings. Uh <clears throat> I have, uh, I've never had up, up, up to this point a heavyweight like AJ. I mean, in all my coaching career, um, you know, I've never had uh, a heavyweight like AJ. Uh, someone who um, one is mature um, is is is, and, and, and this is not a knock on any other any other uh, heavyweight, but you know, there's um, a, a different type of focus that comes with a more mature person, right? They, they, are a little bit more clear on their goals. They're a little bit more, um, set in, 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 in the direction they want to go. <clears throat> uh, and, and AJ's not just looking at himself and being selfish. I mean, his, his wife, Jessica, I mean, she's here. I mean, she, you know, they're a team. They're, you know, they're, they're, they're doing this together. And so, um, yeah, I think he brings a different dynamic to our program and, the last couple of years have been just amazing to have AJ. Uh, I mean, I'm just being completely honest with you. I, 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 I don't ever want to let him go. I mean, I, I, I would keep him for another, another, another four more, another five more. I mean, I mean, because that's how that's how awesome I think the kid mm-hmm. is. Um, in all aspects. Right. So, I mean, he kind of leads by example and he, he goes in there, he puts his head down, he does his work. Um, you know, uh, he is, he has meshed with our guys. I mean, he is, he is part of this family, um, just as much as the next guy, just as much as a clay, a Sloan, a cook, you know, all those guys, um, you know, that that's, uh, he is a part of this team and, and, um, for us to do what I think we are capable of, um, we can't do it without AJ. And, uh, I, I've been lucky, lucky. I think our, our program has been lucky, um, to have AJ, AJ in the lineup here, contributing and doing all the things that he's doing. Um, I'm hoping that, uh, that we can keep him here, um, you know, after graduation and, you know, get him, uh, get, get him employed. And, uh, so he can still help out our program and our future heavyweights. So, um, yeah, I mean, he is, uh, I don't want to say irreplaceable. I mean, mean, but, uh, damn man, it's tough. It is because you have so much confidence, so much faith in, in, in this, this person that, like I said, you know, at NDSU, it's like, I wouldn't want it any other way, man. I I mean, cause you know, uh, you're on the same page, you're on the same page and this dude's going to go out there and he's going to do everything he can, not only for himself, but for this program. And, uh, That's awesome. It truly is. So we've been we've been very grateful to have AJ.
2: Is there? So are you telling us that we might get to add another assistant, or not an assistant, but another JWC card?
1: I don't know, man. Uh, I'm trying. I mean, you you know, I think uh, always, you you know, we 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 built the facility, right? We got the facility. um, You know, you could check that off the list, but we're not done right? We're not done. I mean, we have other things that we need to continue to grow, continue to build. And, um, you know, you talk about the JWC, you talk about other things, uh, and, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's vital to the overall success of our program, um, to keep these guys and to, um, you know, have them start to take a different t- type of role, right? A more, a, a, a more, um, coaching or um i don't want to say leadership because i think he's i think our guys are are in leadership positions right now but just a different level of leadership i guess you could say and uh um just keep contributing contributing back to a place that really they care about you know i mean you you sit here and talk to aj um he's been here two years and uh I don't, I, I, you would think he's been here all five, right? I mean, and the, the way I believe he would talk about South Dakota State, this is, this, this was his home. And, uh, I think he, um, he truly, truly means that. And so, yeah, man, uh, we always got to continue to build upon what we're doing, um, because I know it's, it's cliche or whatever, but it's like keeping up with the Joneses, right? I mean, you got to if you want to compete at the highest level, um, you're going to have to be doing some of the things that these other programs are doing. And and I think we are, I think, I think, um, we're doing those things. Um, is it at the rate that maybe I or others would like? No, it's not. Um, you know, I mean, everything takes time and obviously resources. So, um, you know, we just got to continue to you know work at what we're doing and and keep building our program. And AJ is another component to that. So hopefully, hopefully we can make this happen.
0: So I want to respect your time, and we've already gone for an hour. I'm sure it feels like more than that to you, but not me. All right. um, can we touch on just how good Tanner sloan has been this year?
1: Can, <laughs> can,
0: can we talk about? Yeah, he's 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 got to be. I mean guy i I know we believe all of our guys can do whatever they put their (laughs) minds to but this guy is this close to being able to be a national champion right i mean it's it's right there he's just gotta go out and get it right
1: you know um I, i think i think what we're seeing right now with tanner it's the best version of tanner we've seen um he is in a good place uh in all aspects of his life, um, from, from academically, he's, he's, he's never done better. Um, you know, he's, <clears throat> I think he had a three, eight last semester. I mean, like he's, uh-huh. he's crushing it like, uh, socially, um, again, he's more mature, right? He's more mature yeah. and, 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 uh, socially, um, he knows what he wants and, and he knows what he mm-hmm. has to do to get there. Um, and athletically he's healthy right i think that's that that's a big big part of this and and people um people kind of forget right uh you know that hey, you can get hurt you can get hurt playing sports and um you know he's he's knock on wood right he's healthy right now and uh, i think that's i think that's huge and important so um where he is from a physical mental uh, standpoint, I mean, he is right where he needs to be. He is firing on all eight cylinders. Um, I think it's the best he's, he's felt, um, <clears throat> you know, and, uh, I, I do believe, um, you know, he continues to get better. Right. Um, you know, there are some things that, that you talk about, uh, you know, I, I don't care that it's 197, you put it at any weight in the country, dude he is unbelievable down on the mat i mean like we've been saying this for how long i mean he uh he can slap a saddle on guys and 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 ride the dog snot out of them and he can turn great too you know (laughs) and i mean he can turn guys so he is a, a an absolute threat um you know at any weight but you know obviously this is 97 and uh you know he is he is kind of dialed in a little bit on 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 um, uh, some of the specifics on his feet, right? You know he he's extremely good with his hands. I mean he can hand fight, he can create angles, and I think um, in the past uh, this is where I think um, he he's made a big jump. Where in the past uh, he's so good on top. That he would just, I, I got to get the takedown. I got to take the guy down. I got to take the guy down, and he would take some bad shots, right? He would take some bad shots, get extended, and 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 maybe that's why you know he did hurt his shoulder, you know, or, um, you know, a couple of years ago. Uh, <clears throat> but I think he's kind of realized and and not get into a a panic, right? It's like, listen, I'm going to score. Now, I'm going to score when things present themselves or I create it, not just going out there and forcing it to happen. Um, now, sometimes you got to force it, but not doing it in a premature way that, you know, leaves him vulnerable. So the thing that, the things that he's been doing extremely well um, is really staying in control, staying in control of um, the tie up, staying in control of the match, like right? Really dictating what he is allowing that guy to do and i mean i, I don't know what his um <clears throat> you know takedown rate is or riding time or anything like that but i'll tell you right now he, he takes everybody down he will get on top he if a guy tries to stand up he's gonna mat return the heck out of you and he's gonna ride and he's gonna look for his turns and um it, it, it's 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 the maturity of how he's wrestling is night and day um from years past and i think um that's where he's made the biggest jump is just that match that, that 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 match management um a little bit more um strategy maybe involved with uh how he approaches um and and not not letting things rattle him like it has in the past and uh yeah i mean he's he's doing well i mean I, i'm 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 obviously I'm super excited for all our guys, but you know, especially him because we've been saying it for so long. We've been saying it for so long. I mean, his freshman year, his redshirt year and uh, he had a, he had a solid redshirt year. Um, And then, you know, he's around a round of 12 round of 16 and, you know, he battled the injuries and uh, NCAAs are getting canceled. And so, um you know, he, he's, he's dealt with a lot. And uh, I think where he is right now, um, Hey, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Just keep him moving forward. And uh I'm excited for him because he's like I said before, I think this is the best version of Sloan we've seen. And um yeah, man, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be fun down the stretch.
2: So one last thing here. I know that you probably don't want to look too far ahead, but yeah. I'm going to here for you. Um so uh we got two more m- tournaments this year that you guys are still focused on but yeah we only lose aj next year that is really from the heart of the lineup uh can you just kind of give uh i don't want to say preview but some some kind of ticket sales deal to try and get people to buy season tickets next year As i've already been going crazy yeah. on Twitter telling everybody to buy it
1: yeah 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 um yeah so <clears throat> you lose aj Right. Um, and, and that's big. I mean, it, it is. I mean, with, with the impact that he has made, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to replace. So you lose AJ, um, but you look at you look at the the younger guys that we have coming on through. Right. So every single one, all nine are back. Not not only all are, are all nine back, but then you add back in some of those other guys you add back in meredith you add back in gabe tag you add back you add in um you you know uh, dan kimball you add in um uh bennett Berge, you add in some of these guys that um that uh have been you know within the program and whether they've been injured or redshirt or whatever i mean i i you know i i've been looking at you know, the, 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 future, the future of this, 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 this team. And, um, this year was good. I mean, we, we, we have a solid, a solid group, you know, and I think next year gets a little bit better. You know, um, I, that's just my, my, my personal opinion. Uh, you know, so <clears throat> I know, um, AJ's a, a big part of this, uh, you know, and, um, it, it, it kind of feels like you know you, you're you're taking a loss uh, with him graduating and and, and uh, you know moving on, which you do, but you still got to look at what you still have and and kind of injecting into the lineup, right? Uh, with all those guys that i mentioned and then and then you have guys that are in red shirt you have guys that are in red shirt that are going to be battling for spots uh you got that incoming class that's coming in um you know full of state champs and you know all americans and they're going to be pushing these guys so um the future looks good man i, I, I I'm, I'm extremely excited um you know of what what is to come and uh we've yet to have a um since the facility's been built, we've yet to have a recruiting weekend because it, we kind of got in there, what, a month ago, and we've been right in the heart of the season. So we haven't had anybody out to campus yet. So I, I'm excited to see, you know, bringing some of these kids to campus and showing them, you know, the, I don't want to say the progress, right, but, but showing them what, what is capable what is capable here at South Dakota state? Because, uh, uh, you know, I've had, I've had coaches, uh, from other programs, um, you know, come and see, see this place and, and, and talk to them. And, and they're just amazed at what we have been able to accomplish from facilities and, and the direction of the program. Um, and it, it's always funny when, uh, you know, they, they, they you know, how'd you do it? Or, you know, what are you doing? And it's like, freaking i work okay that's what it, that, that's what we do we freaking work all right we ain't waiting we ain't, waitin', ain't sitting around for a handout we are freaking in there working our butts off trying to build this program to a national powerhouse and that's what it's about and it's all hands on deck at all times and uh that's how you know we're doing the things that we're doing and i'm, I'm extremely extremely fortunate right to have uh you know the staff the kids and the support to be able to do my job and uh, so yeah man I I think the future looks extremely bright I'm excited for it and uh yeah I don't want to say the best is yet to come because well I mean yeah I guess you could say that because we we got big 12s and nationals coming up right so but yeah man it's gonna be uh it's gonna be fun there's no doubt
0: Well, we, we do respect your time and thank you for always being so generous. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to say
1: before we let you go here? Uh, no, I, you know, I, I just want to thank, you know, you guys, right. I mean, this is awesome. Um, I I appreciate any time I can get on here with you guys. I mean, you guys are huge supporters of, uh, you know, Jack rabbit wrestling and and really a, a lot of all of Jack rabbit, you know, athletics, but, uh, you know, wrestling in particular and, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's awesome that we have, you know, I talked about the support. I talked about the fans, um, you know, it's unique. You know, there's very few places out there that have what we have here. I mean, let's just be honest. And uh, if you're, you're a parent, if you're a recruit and you want, a place that is going to take care of uh your baby boy and and and, and mentor them in a way that they're going to go out and change the world hey man south Dakota state's the place to be it truly is um you know from our administration all the way all, all the way down so um you know i'm very very grateful for all that um you know all, all, all the people that are involved with our program because it takes a village and uh, you now I, I i say this all the time Sometimes the, the the credit gets pushed, you know, to me. Um, but I am just a small part of, the, you know, part of the machine, right? I'm a cog, you know, in, in the machine. And uh, my my staff, uh, our support staff uh, from, you know, strength and conditioning, athletic training. I mean, like everybody has a, a, has a part in this. So uh, I'm just very grateful. For, for the opportunities and um, I enjoy getting on here and, and, and talking and shop with you boys. So it's, uh, it's always fun, man. It's always good. Well, we
0: appreciate it. Question.
1: Oh, yeah, go we, ahead.
2: Um, so uh, as we've told our fans on the podcast that uh, we are going to be making a video with the wrestling when it's complete, how's that coming? How's the locker room
1: looking? Okay. So uh, I Of I, I don't, course I don't, you asked that. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, I know you guys, um, you guys never go outside and uh, you guys didn't see all the snow we got last week. Um, well, I blew she, it a couple times, times. Yeah. Right. I mean, I was just insane. Like I'm over the snow right now. Let's let's uh, let's move on. But uh, yeah. So uh, lockers got delayed again and um, yeah. they're supposed to be here tomorrow, right? Tomorrow. Oh. So they get in tomorrow and then um, they will build them they're going to hold off. I told, I asked them to wait now <clears throat> because we're at a critical point And I asked them to wait. Um, we leave on Wednesday to head down to the big 12. So they're going to start on Thursday, um, building them and installing them, uh, on Thursday. Now that's going to happen later in the week. And then the following week, they'll be, they'll be working on them. Um, so we'll be, uh, using an, a, a different locker room for the time being for probably for about a week and then uh, we should be able to get back in um, as far as um, some of the other things some of the, the the graphical things uh they're they're still in the work still' still in the the, the, the process here um, i keep I, I keep finding me i keep finding myself saying, uh, about another month, about another month, and uh, we should be all done, wrapped up, and then it gets pushed back uh, another month. But uh, we're we're inching closer, and I mean, what the facility looks like now is – it's remarkable. It's spectacular. It truly is. Um, once the finishing touches get get, get put on it, it's going to be out of this world. I mean, I, I really believe that. And uh, I mean, like I said, everybody that I, I I've brought through there, um, they're amazed at, at what 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 has been able to happen. Um, and I, I, keep telling them, Hey, come back in about a month and, uh, it's going to be even better. So, um, yes, we're going to do a video. We're going to do a, a Cribs, you know, addition to Jackrabbit wrestling. And, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be pretty sweet. So, uh, just bear with me. I know, I know, um, a lot of people that can't physically get in there and see it. Uh, I know they're eager and wanting to, uh, catch a little glimpse. The one you know what I might do um and i think we talked about it maybe do like um uh, a facility friday and do like little clips right and like uh, of some of the work that's been you know happening and in, and in, in what's what's kind of you know coming down the pipe or something like that so um but yeah once what once, once uh once you know, the construction crews out and uh, we're all wrapped up. You better get your butt over and we're, we're going to do a, we're going to do a nice little video. Right on.
0: Well, with that, I think we'll end. If you stick with us for just a second, how about a get jacked on three, three, yeah. two, one. Get, get jacked. jacked. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. We would also like to thank our title sponsors, Drake's place, of bottle and Cottonwood coffee and Bistro of Brookings. We would also like to thank our other sponsors, Dakota Iron Equipment of Sioux Falls, Shenanigans Sports Bar and Grill in Sioux Falls, and Culver's of Brookings and Watertown. And as always, Go Jacks!